Welcome to Results by Design, UX Insights for Business Leaders, the podcast that dives deep into the world of UX design, strategy, and insights. Tune in, take action, and design your way to success. Hi, everyone. I'm Craig. And I'm Michael, and we are your hosts for the Results by Design podcast. Yeah, for those of you that don't know who we are or may not know us, I'm going to introduce Michael. We're switching it up a little bit. So uh, Michael's the director of UX at UpTop. He's been a designer for 20 plus years with experience in-house in marketing and product design and then in consultancy uh, with uh, across B2B and B2C industries. I would say he's a unique combination of visionary and integrator for those of you that are familiar with EOS, uh, definitely with the T-shaped experience, which lends uh, a lot of value to to us and to the clients. Um, And, you know, I was thinking about in his role, Mike wears a lot of hats. He's a director, a strategist, consultant, coach, mentor, advisor. Um, But, you know, outside of work, Mike's a big time DIYer, uh, big sports fans, go Seahawks, and a food lover. And uh, he's a husband and dad to three boys that keep him really busy. Um, And genuinely, Mike's one of my favorite people. Hey, thanks, Craig, for that for the very kind words. <clears throat> so, Craig um, is the head of business for UpTop, but he's he's way more than that. He's a, a great listener, a strategic thinker, and most of all, a true leader to to all of us on the team. These traits are accompanied by his extreme grace and humbleness, if you know him well. Uh, but beyond work, I just love chatting up sports with him, uh, sharing stories about our own DIY projects. But most of all, above all else, training stories about our kids, as uh, he also has three, uh, but adorable girls, uh, including twins. He uh, is a true mentor and a friend to me. And for the past 10 years, um, I've been privileged to be working alongside him. Man, thanks for that kind intro, Mike. I'm going to have to share that with my girls so they know daddy's some kind of superhero. <laughs> well, Mike, why don't you tell the audience what's top of mind for you today? Yeah, uh, I'm, re- I'm really excited about our podcast, and I know you are as well. Yeah, I'm excited. I um, I think it has a cool title. I'm excited about the theme. So, uh, let's jump on in. Let's 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 start with that title, uh, actually. So, I know when we were coming up with uh, some title options, uh, the one we landed on just it just clicked with us. Um, could you describe to the audience why we chose the name of our podcast? Yeah. Um, so, results by design. You know, this is actually the tagline of the agency that I worked for that UpTop acquired back in 2013. And um, that tagline always resonated with me and it felt like a perfect fit for this podcast, for our podcast. Um, Kind of the backstory is when I got into the UX industry back in 2009, I was drawn to the idea that design, you know, specifically UX design could generate positive business results, you know, identifying and reducing friction points, um, increasing conversion and revenue, um, increasing customer loyalty and satisfaction. And that all really hit home because I wasn't um, necessarily looking at it from an art perspective, but from a business perspective. And, you know, how can UX design create value and results? It's really, from our perspective, if you look at organizations uh, through the lens of a Venn diagram, you know, where the business is one circle, technology is the other circle, te- technical constraints, and then the brand and design is the other circle. In our view, UX and UX strategy sits right at the center. 
And the more closely that you can align the three circles, the larger impact and greater value that UX leadership, UX strategy and execution can create. And then, you know, ultimately the objective of every design or digital project or digital transformation initiative is to, you know, sell more, sell faster and be more profitable from the business's perspective. So the type of work that we do, um, creating results by design in our eyes is what we get to do every day. Yeah, those are those are great points. Uh, last question about this: the the podcast title itself could have easily said "UX Insights for Design Leaders," um, but we specifically chose business leaders. Mm-hmm. You want to describe why? You know, there's so much great content already out there for design leaders. If you just Google "best pod podcast for UX designers," you'll see for yourself. And there's um, you know the future with Chris Doe, which has got great um, video content, podcasts, um, frameworks, toolkits for agency um, leaders and and, uh, solopreneurs, freelancers. And then there's books out there like Creative Strategy and The Business of Design by Douglas Davis. You know, that book is specifically for designers to learn the language and understand business so they could communicate better with business leaders. So we didn't want to create um, content or be speaking in an echo chamber, you know, talking to design leaders about the value of UX or the impact of UX, you know, kind of navel gazing. But, you know, kind of working backwards or looking backwards, back in 2012, Gartner predicted that UX would be a key differentiator for businesses. And that's proven to be true. Um, but for a long time, for, for those of us in the UX space, um, there had been this disconnect between what business leaders believed UX designed to be and how best to leverage UX leadership and strategy to achieve their desired business outcomes. I mean, years ago, we don't hear it as much now. And if we do, we run for the hills. But years ago, you'd have uh, business leaders uh, come up with mocked up ideas and then say, well, just make it pop or add some sizzle to it. Or uh, we'd be reviewing wireframes with them to show the user flow. And they'd say, well, can you add some wow to it? You know, and those types of things, if you've been in the industry for a while, you've probably heard that or you remember those things. Hey, you know, they still do, uh, by the way. <laughs> you still hear that every so often. <laughs> well, you know, our goal, and you remember this back in like 2013, 2014, was to get more involved in strategic work. And uh, we've done this by uh, being able to educate business leaders about the value of UX uh, incorporating design thinking and lean UX methods into solving complex business problems, um, identifying friction points in the customer journey and reducing that friction by applying design and technology and using a structured process to gain executive buy-in and alignment on a vision. And so we want to share these insights with business leaders to help you explore innovative approaches to enhancing your products and services um, optimize customer interactions, and ultimately drive success for your business or your organization. Over the past five years, um, what changes have you noticed in business leaders related to UX? You know, their understanding of UX, the openness to UX, um, is it seen as strategic or tactical? You know, what do you think these changes can be attributed to? Yeah. You know, honestly, um, in the past five years, I think we've seen a, a lot of maturation of the industry as a whole. 
we're we're at least 15 years into this now before I first heard the term UX being thrown around regularly. I mean, back then it was, you know, um, web design um, was the was the common word. Um, so, you know, I think I think there have been endless resources written, spoken about the topic, as you said earlier. Uh, so the exposure has definitely helped with awareness. But one specific area to note has been research. Um, I remember, you know, it used to be that clients wanted to jump straight into design solutions. And, you know, it was very difficult to sell research by convincing clients of its value and place in the design process. But now it's not like that. You know, folks, you know, we talk to expect it to be part of the design process, you know, which is great. That's that's what we've been waiting for. And like I said, it's it's really matured. Um, I think business leaders, you know, the, the true business leaders realize um, that the direct value that UX brings to their customers or users, because of this, they have to integrate it into their product strategy in order to compete in today's marketplace. You know, it's just, it's just so tough out there. So you, you have to find that competitive advantage. Um, and as you said earlier, Craig, the more you pull together, you know, the business part of it, technology and design, you know, to, to really achieve that maximum UX in the middle, this equals results. And, you know, it's, it's a proven formula um, for achieving business outcomes. Yeah, those are great, great insights, Mike. You know, um, I think you've hit on something that we can actually dive deeper on in another podcast about research and uh, looking forward to digging into that. How can business leaders tap UX methods, leadership, strategy, design to help them accomplish their business objectives? I'll, I'll ask you and then maybe I'll chime in a little bit as well. Yeah, that's a great question. Something we're always thinking about. So first off, I, I think that if they traditionally have been a user-centric organization, um, they need to trust the process. If they don't truly believe in the process, you know, the project or the initiative will fail before it even starts. Uh, secondly, if they're working with an external firm like Uptop, for example, uh, you need to find a partner that has um, an approach that aligns with your organizational needs. Uh, so, for example, we practice a lot of design thinking and lean UX principles uh, that generate results and outcomes quickly, which our clients absolutely love. Um, but often, though, time is a constraint uh, for our clients, and they can't spend months on out uh, doing research without seeing actionable insights. So, on the contrary, if an organization uses a res resource from within, whether it's hiring new or leveraging existing resources, uh, you know, making sure that the person or person has research uh, and UX capabilities. Now, sometimes you see organizations turn to, like I said earlier, web designers or, you know, worse, graphic designers. No offense. You know, I used to be these folks. Um, but you, you, know, you need to possess the right capabilities in order to be successful. Uh, and lastly, um, you need to start small. Uh, finding a project that's manageable in size so you can deliver quick wins um, if you could tie your efforts directly to results, this will give you and leadership the confidence. Um, and I think the proof uh, that you need to scale UX to more initiatives across the organization. Um, so what about, what about you, Craig? Is there, is there anything you want to add? I was thinking about this. I think I have kind of like a top four. Um, first, I would say uh, it's nearly impossible to hire an army of one. And uh, to your point about making sure that if you have one resource that you've brought in, you know, for budget, for headcount reasons, et cetera, um, 
it's really challenging to find that one designer that has all the skills that you need in terms of research, strategy, design, um, from a UX uh, and a visual perspective, which all ties together, um, you know, the information architecture capabilities and all that. And so really thinking about what it is you need most and maybe evolving uh, that construct of your team or, or working with an outside agency to get you to that spot to then uh, pull in your in-house person. So that'd be the first one. I think secondly, from a leadership perspective or executive perspective, involve UX early to help shape the strategy for the product. And also, uh, whether it's an app, a web app, a mobile app, you know, a SaaS application, if it's B2B or B2C, um, or your, your website that you use to market and sell these things, they all need to be looked at as a product. Um, and they're living, breathing. They need to be iterated upon and improve, improved. And then third um, is, you know, sometimes you need to know that you got to slow down to speed up. And what I mean by that is a lot of times um, there's a budget, there's a goal, there's a target, and you just start running toward it as an organization. And um, where we see big gaps a lot of times is in the re requirements, elicitation and definition, making sure that, you know, the business objectives, the technical constraints, the brand and the user's requirements are all defined so that the product can then be built in the right way and using research as a scoping tool. Because if you can do research up front, you actually can reduce the amount of features, functionality, et cetera, to hit the mark with that end user that you're targeting to then become successful in that V1 and then add to it with their feedback. And so I think, um, you know, trying to understand that you may have to slow down to speed up. And then the last thing is um, leverage UX designers, methods, leadership as an executive to help you gain alignment across silos. You know, there's so much power in stakeholder interviews. Designers, by nature, um, have empathy and uh, are trying to tease out that empathy um, from, from those interviews. And then coalesce all that information and do workshop, you know, workshop it across uh, cross-functionally uh, to gain that alignment. So those are the four things I would add to what you said. Yeah, those are good points. So, Mike, you know, tying back to our podcast title, Results by Design, um, how can a results-oriented approach to design enhance a company's overall business strategy and performance? Yeah. Um, you know, I think I've touched on this in a, in a previous answer, um, but it goes back to what you were saying, Craig, about outcomes um, that we mm -hmm. help drive for our clients. You know, that is, you know, we help businesses sell more, sell faster, be more profitable. Um, businesses want to minimize risk and, you know, delivering consistent results and solutions that have a positive effect on business KPIs and outcomes, you know, that you desire, um, is foundational, I think, to executing your uh, product strategy and vision. You know, um, let me, let me ask you a question. Sure. So let's try and put this in context for our audience. Um, can you share a, you know, a success story that you can think of where 
company's emphasis on UX design directly led to significant business growth or improved customer satisfaction? Yeah, there's, you know, there's a number that I can think of, but I'll use this as the example. Um, so, um, so we've been working with Amazon Returns to redesign the return experience on Amazon.com. And the challenge that they faced was um, as Amazon added new methods to, for, for someone to return, a customer to return, um, new location options for dropping off or having the product, the return picked up, um, et cetera. They presented those options in that, in the legacy return experience and, um, or the current return experience, we'll call it. And the result of that was that they had a higher than desired number of customer contacts, you know, people calling, using chat, email, et cetera. And their goal was to, um, reduce the number of customer contacts to customer support and then also improve the overall satisfaction um, with the return process. And so we worked with Amazon um, product management and uh, UX uh, leadership to design a centralized return experience um, that enabled customers to view, track, and manage their returns in a more um, streamlined and frictionless frictionless experience, um, using key visuals and dynamic content, things like that. And um, then we took that and performed usability testing uh, in thir of 32 concepts in seven countries and five languages, and then took the new post-returns experience through Amazon's uh, CX bar raiser, CXBR process for final approval. And um, based on the research and projected outcomes, or Based on the research, their projected outcomes were um, they're expecting a 7% increase in customer satisfaction over the existing experience and then a 54% decrease in customer support contacts per year. And when they launched the new experience, they've actually, the new experience has actually outperformed those projections. And that equals multiple millions of dollars in reduced operating costs and Increased customer satisfaction uh, equals more sales because uh, that customer satisfaction and trust in the return process for them drives more uh, purchases by customers. So really, it was it, it ends up being a triple win. You know that idea of sell more, sell faster, and be more profitable um, as the objective of a digital project or digital transformation. Yeah, this is a great uh, example and a case study in the making. And uh, a very exciting project, I know, for, um, for our team. Yeah, absolutely. What are some key indicators or metrics? And we, you, you touched on some of them above in that, in that story. Um, but that business leaders should consider when evaluating the impact of UX on their, on their bottom line. How about you take that first and uh, I'll follow after with my thoughts. Okay. Well, I'm going to think about it through the entire customer journey, like uh, a B2B type example. So... You know, pre-sale to sale, um, you know, some of the metrics might be the number of demos or trials that are uh, are booked or number of qualified leads uh, and the quality of those leads that are generated, um, reducing the length of the sales cycle uh, or the number of touches that the sales team makes before a sale converts. Um, then once a sale happens um, during onboarding, it's, you know, looking at adoption, usage, satisfaction, and then churn 
uh, how many people drop off or don't use the product or the tool. Um, and then for support, you know, uh, incorporating self-service and reducing uh, the number of customer support contacts would be some of the ones that I would think of top of mind. Yeah, and you know, I feel like uh, with any one of these topics, we can do an entire podcast, like you said, right, um, alone on it. Um, I think you hit on a lot of those top-level metrics, uh, you know, some additional thoughts that I'd probably include. And it's getting a little bit more granular, I think, at this point is, you know, when we think about conversion rates, um, there are you know, purchases, registration, signups. Um, you look at engagement, there's, you know, number of pages viewed, time on page, downloads, um, and then there's things like time on task. So, for example, how long it takes a user to, for example, file a claim or return a product, um, find the information they need. Uh, there's, you know, customer satisfaction. Um, and as an example, how positive or not a customer views the brand um, or the organization. Uh, there's reviews and ratings, abandonment, et cetera. And finally, one metric that is often neglected, which is uh, quality of operations. And what I mean by that is, you know, the, the employee experience uh, or the internal efficiencies um, when your organization is operating, you know, whether they're operating smoothly um, and, you know, is churn minimized, are you able to deliver better quality um, to your customers? So that, and that internal part of it is, is a huge piece of it um, that definitely impacts the uh, external um, experience. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So, well, we covered a lot today. Like you said, Mike, some of these we could do an entire episode on. So we'll have to do a deeper dive on those topics in a future episode. How's that sound? Yeah, for sure. Look forward to it. All right. Okay, then. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed our conversation today. I, I mean, I certainly did. And uh, Mike, if people want to learn more about UpTop or connect with you, uh, where should they go? Yeah. So visit our website at uptopcorp.com. Um, you can find our company page on LinkedIn. Um, you can explore more content on our YouTube channel, Uptop UX. Um, and lastly, you can find both Craig and I on LinkedIn. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'd love to connect. And so that's it for today's show. Uh, join us again as we explore innovative approaches to enhance your products and services, optimize customer interactions, and ultimately drive success for your organization. Tune in, take action, and design your way to success. We'll see you next time. Right. Thanks for tuning in to Results by Design. If you liked this episode, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are also playing on all your favorite audio streaming podcast platforms, so stay connected and join us for the next one. Results by Design is brought to you by UpTop. Our mission is to equip business leaders like you with the knowledge and tools needed to leverage UX methods and strategies to achieve tangible business outcomes and create lasting value. Whether you're a seasoned executive or just starting to explore the world of UX, Results by Design is your go-to resource for unlocking the potential of user experience to achieve remarkable results. Tune in, take action, and design your way to success.